Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and ed tech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 250. And if you're listening to this, it must be time for the FETC conference. I am so looking forward to seeing everybody next week down in Florida. I have two amazing guests on today talking all about the conference, what they're looking forward to, what they're excited about. But most importantly, we're going to talk a little bit about our sessions. If you're an instructional coach going down there, I've got a fantastic session happening on Friday at 1030 to 1230, a two hour coaching workshop all about productivity. Hope you guys can join us. It is looking great. I'm looking forward to going down there and seeing everybody told the weather's going to be good. I'm told the food's going to be going good. And you know who told me that? My first guest. I want to bring on today, Mr. Gabriel Carrillo. Gabriel, how you doing, man? Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. Thank you, sir. I'm going to give myself a round of applause here. You know why? Because why? I can't. Because I can't. you can. <laughs> well, you know what I can give you, Gabe? Oh, man. All right. So uh, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. It's been a minute. Uh, I believe since ISTE 23, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's been at least since ISTE. So I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh, we'll talk about food in a bit. Uh, but first and foremost, thank you and Susan for having me on the show. And I'm looking forward to an awesome, awesome conversation centered around FETC. I'm looking forward to this today. I also want to bring on my co-host, Miss Susan Vincent. Sue, how you doing? Welcome back to the show. It's been a while. It has been a while, a long while, I feel like. But I'm doing great. Uh, it's been a great new year. And starting fresh here in january 2024 and moving forward it's great you're, to be back uh, you're down in the kentucky area you're doing your instructional coaching how how has the year started off it's been a couple of weeks since we've been back uh, how's things going um very good smooth i mean we uh, my big project right now is uh, we do the map measure of academic progress test from um, nwea and we start that when we uh, our second map window starts when we return from winter break so we're in the midst of that right now all the fun rostering and getting all that set up for my teachers and getting moving Nice. If you're first time listening to this podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for making us part of your professional development. We are talking all about FETC. January 23rd through the 26th, hundreds of sessions, thousands of people are going to be there. It's one of the largest educational technology uh, conferences every single year. I think this is my fourth or fifth one. The conference is huge. The spect spectacle is amazing. 
Lots of great stuff. And if you check out teachercast.net forward slash FETC, we've got all of our action there this week. We're going to have interviews uh, this show, of course. We've got Jennifer Womble coming on. We've got Adam Bellow coming on. Lots of great content talking about stuff. And, of course, we're going to be down there podcasting. But, uh, Gabe, I noticed you've got some good stuff going on over there, particularly in the, uh, the, the food area. And I know you do like a food education show. What are you looking forward to? What are you excited about with FETC this year? Oh, man, I'm looking forward to everything. First and foremost, a big shout out to Jen Womble and the entire FETC organization. Uh, I want to say this is my fourth or fifth time as well. Mm -hmm. I believe the first time we ever met in person, Jeff, was FETC 2019. I was, Uh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that as well. And uh, I've got a lot going on. Um, Shameless plug, I got to do it. I have my first official book dropping, if I'm not mistaken, the 19th of January. I'll double and triple check. So literally right around the corner from FETC, my first official book dropping. It is titled Cooking Up Experiences in the Classroom. Focus on experiences, not just lessons. So the the whole premise of the book is how to take what you're currently doing in the classroom and kind of morph it into an, a memorable experience, not only for your students, but yourself. And every chapter parallels. There's a parallel in every chapter to a food dish. And at the end of each chapter, I give you the recipe for that dish and the video tutorial of me making that recipe so you could follow along step by step. So the first event that I've got going on at FETC is on the 23rd which is um, 24th. 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 Um, uh, meet the author experience with the X Factor EDU team, Matt Joseph and everyone over there. Uh, they they took me on board two years ago and signed this book deal. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. I'm also presenting two different sessions. My first one is, I got to pull that graphic up because I already forgot what I'm doing. You're doing, I'm doing easy projects with Canva, aren't you? Quick and easy projects with Canva. That's a two-hour workshop, actually. So you will walk out with at least four different things that you could do literally the next day with your students in Canva and things that do not require a whole lot of, of investment and in planning on your time. As a matter of fact, you're probably going to walk out with all the all the uh, necessary resources that you need to get that going off the ground the next day. And then the that's on the 25th. And then on the 26th, more ways to slay vocabulary, specifically vocabulary retention with students. I've got a, a very big spot in my heart for our English language learners, uh, emerging bilinguals, uh, ESL. I know it, it all depends on, on what part of the country you live in, on how they're officially labeled by the district and the county and the state. But I'm big on vocabulary retention. It's, you know, it, I want to go beyond that, that just that, that first layer of knowledge and get to actual vocabulary retention with our students. So I'm doing a session on that and I'm hosting two uh, walking food tours. These walking food tours are sponsored by Cami. I partnered with them for FETC, TCEA, and ISTE, by the way. Nice. Uh, and we are doing three tours, six, a total of six tours, two per event. So I've got one going on on the 24th and 25th in Orlando from 6 to 8 p.m. And I've got another one over at TCEA on the 4th and 5th of February. And then obviously uh, ISTE, I haven't even started planning that one out, uh, but that will be coming as well. So uh, I've got a lot going on in these three days. Uh, and what I, I've been hearing you talk about this food walking to what what is this? Is this like a meet and greet? Is this you know stop by for appetizers at a at a number of pla- what what do we what can we expect? Okay, so I'm glad that you you asked that because 
what I wanted to do, I was I got this idea from Jamie Donnelly about a year and a half ago. Big shout out to you, Jamie. Um, and what it is is 35 educators, including myself and whatever sponsoring company is joining us, we uh, go to four different places. So I prearrange four different restaurants within walking distance. It's going to be a total of, I believe, 1.7 miles that we're going to be walking. And the whole premise of this is for educators to stop eating at these fast food chains while at these conferences. We've all been, we've all done it. Susan, you've probably done it. Jeff, you've probably done it as well. We go to these conferences. Sometimes we're so tired or we don't know anyone or we don't know what's local. So the premise is we get together, we meet up somewhere, and I'm going to take you on a tour of four local spots that we can go to. And while there, I mean, a lot of us, a lot of the conference goers, they go on their own. You know, they, their their department, their district might not have a budget to send an entire department. So they'll send like one or two people. And maybe one of those, those uh, one or two of those people, maybe they don't know anyone else at that conference. They might not be as connected as as we are in some of the other conference goers. So they tend to, and I've, I've, did this before in my first conference sessions you know i hung out in my hotel went to the conference grabbed some fast food and went back to the whole hotel and just kind of hung out and the idea of this is for for well you know you've been on the show jeff my whole mantra is you know breaking bread with great the best conversations happen when we break bread with great people i want teachers sitting down together from different parts of the country presenters speakers maybe some company reps, myself, anyone else who wants to join in. And we break bread together. We exchange information. We, we get a couple of little uh, uh, tastes and maybe uh, some of the best sellers that they have. And they kind of give us a, a nice little menu of appetizers and things to try that are, are, are their most popular. And we go to do, do this at four different places. And the whole goal, one of the other goals with this for the restaurants as well is, I want people to enjoy that experience and the food so much that they come back the next day for a full meal at that restaurant because they enjoyed it so much. So I'm all about, you know, the social part of these conferences and making sure that us educators, we connect our networks together yeah. and we network with one another and we do the most primal primitive thing that we could do with one another, which is break bread together. So that's, oh, that's wow. the idea of it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, how does one sign up to, uh, be on the food tour i've got a google form that i've put out on all my social media platforms and i'll continue to put it out every day i only have 35 spots spots per night because we're breaking fire code after that so i can only take 35 people on each one of these tours and it's 15 dollars. so for 15 dollars, you get to eat not at one two three but four different places with educators that you might not have met had you not uh, attended this tour so that's the quick and dirty that is amazing. Awesome. And I love the fact that your whole, you know, concept here is just go out, be social, make, you know, make friends, network a little bit. So you're doing something similar to that, a little different. You're actually bringing a crew down from your school, um, half conference, half social, maybe a little monorail if possible. I understand sometimes. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I have, I have three. I have three coworkers coming with me from Kentucky. Um, one is um, my um, teammate that does the same job as me um, with technology integration and coaching, and um, one is one of our media specialists, and one is one of our IT um, 
managers. So I'm very excited about the group of us that's coming. I mean, we all work well together from day to day, um, working with each other through the IT department and media specialist and us as the coaches. And um, one has been to FETC once before, but the other two have never been. So I'm excited about taking them down there and, you know, giving them a tour of some of my favorite restaurants in Orlando and City Walk and Disney Springs and all of those places. You know, I, I identify well with Gabriel. I love listening um, to him talk about food on his podcast. So, you know, very excited about reading the book. You I, say that to all the podcasters, don't you? <laughs> not not all of them. I, Look, obviously, I'm I'm excited about going down and seeing people. One of the one of the things that I certainly recommend anybody doing is if you see somebody, go say hi. Right, like don't be shy. Um, there are people out there that I fanboy over, and you know I will run across the room to go see them. And, and please do that. Right, like if you see anybody, go say hi. But now that we're looking at this more from the PD point of view, um. So what are you looking forward to doing? What, what, are you, what are you looking for? I mean, Microsoft's putting out a ton of stuff. Google's putting out a ton of stuff. I heard AI seems to be pretty popular these days. Well, what what, is, what is your popular, mission yeah. right now for this conference? Like, you're going to be bringing back something to your school. What are you looking for? Well, one presenter I always enjoy is Leslie Fisher and whatever she has to offer. And I was looking at her schedule and she's doing some AI stuff. So I'm looking forward to um, hearing from her because, you know, she's she's not really a podcaster. So you don't hear from her except for, you know, when you go see her at a conference. So I'm always interested in what she has to share. And of course, her gadget session, if, you, if you're if you attending mm -hmm. FETC and haven't been to her gadget session, it's always fun. Um, it's just fun. And, and and it might be ed tech gadgets, but it might be something you could use in your home. So that's always a fun one. And yeah, and then of course just learning more about you know the trends in AI and um, Canva, um, learning how to you know incorporate that more. Um, I was um, excited to see one of Gabriel's presentations was on Canva, but you know we're looking to see how we can incorporate that more into our. Um, day-to-day -day, um, productivity for the teachers and, you know, obviously integrating it with our students in our classrooms. I, I agree with that. You know, looking through and finding those speakers, like if you go to FETC.org, you can easily search for every topic. You can search by coach. You can search by strand. You can search by uh, food group, I think, Gabe, is how we can do that for you, right? Yeah. What are you looking forward to? I mean, you're doing this Canvas session. Are you finding other people in your similar session group? Are you looking for somebody in particular? Are you free Friday at 1030? Like, what are you looking for this this, this uh, conference? I'm really looking forward to connecting with other coaches. I believe that coaches, we, we have a tendency to work in a silo. Uh, I, I listen to your guys' show and we, you know, there's a lot of great conversations that you guys have. We work in silos for the most part. We, we depend on one another, depending on your district and depending on your size and how many coaches you have and whatever your titles are. But I want to, there's times where we need reassurance and there's times where we need perspective and there's times as a coach you know, we have our department meetings on a weekly basis and we talk and we meet and we talk about our work and things like that. And we have coaching discussions, but there's times where I'm like, I'm at my, one of my three campuses 
am I even doing this right? How would such and such have approached it? Are we even doing this right? Sometimes yeah, I'm, I just need that that affirmation or that aha moment. So I'm really looking forward to growing as a coach mm -hmm. and hitting some sessions um, where we can, I, I'm a little AI'd out. I'm not going to lie, uh, especially after ISTE. ISTE was uh, very heavy with AI. And uh, I'm, I took a, a step back from that. And I just, I really started honing in and focusing on the partnership and the communication skills and the relationship building with the teachers at my campuses. So that's, that's one of the things that I'm really looking forward to are the coaching sessions. Is there any that you would like to recommend or are there any uh, presenters out there that you want to give a shout out to? Um, definitely. When I think of coaches and conversations, Leslie Fisher is definitely one of the top ones. I also, Brianna Hodges, a big shout out to Brianna Hodges. She has uh, some good uh, information on that. And we've, I, I'll stop there because I can go on and on. I'm going to, I'm going to flip this. Jeff, what are you looking forward to? Well, for many who listened to our last episode knows that the last couple months have been kind of crazy for me. Um, for many who have listened to the last show know that I've been not working for the last 10, 11 weeks. So I'm really excited just to get out of the house. I'm excited to see new people. I'm excited to meet people and reconnect with people. I'm excited to go down those hallways and, 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 you know, go give Eric Kurtz a big hug and go find John Sowash and go be on your show and, and check out all these great things that are going on because I miss the world of this ed tech-ness. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been really crazy and dark for me. And I'm looking forward to just using this as a springboard, not only for myself professionally as I start a new middle school teaching position, but also personally and through TeacherCast to start to regenerate some of those uh, experiences and connections and relationships that I, I kind of let uh, you know go away when you're going through the tunnel that I just started coming out of. So um, I am looking forward to learning a little bit more about AI. Um, for those of you who are listening tonight, you know, please like and subscribe to this show on whatever podcast you're on. Um, next week, we are going to be doing an entire show on artificial intelligence for coaches. What apps are out there? What's using? How do you use it for productivity? How do you make your coaching life easier through AI? So definitely check that out. We've got two good coaches coming on that show. So I, I'm looking forward to like taking that conversation that we've had for that episode and building on that because i'd like to bring some more of those ai companies onto here to talk about how we can use it in our coaching and how we can use it to you know build better systems and build better data dashboards and, and build out the things that are going to allow us to spend more times with our families both in at work and at home so there's a lot of great things i'm I, you know like i mentioned um we're having a show come out uh in advance of the conference with jen womble who I don't want to say runs the show, but she is the face of the show. And I'm looking forward to just reconnecting with her and getting together. But, but Gabe, I, I think I know the answer that you're looking for. I, I'm looking forward to going to Disney world. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, 
it's it's my little personal vacation of I, I'm just I'm probably going to be taking Monday and just finding a park and spending some time on the monorail and sending Sue some pictures from the Magic Kingdom. And let so. me remind you, if you're listening and you don't have if you can't get the tickets, you can't get in the park. You go to the monorail and you ride it. It doesn't cost you anything. And you get off at the places that you don't have to go to the park for. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I remember you that. ride the monorail that goes through the park. You just, oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. As long as you don't get off to try to go into the park, you can get off at Disney Springs because you don't have to pay admission to get in there. You can right. get off at the hotels and kind of explore. So. You know, you get a tour of Disney without that was a tour of Disney. That was my plan of finding the Uber to the closest Disney location and just taking the bus around from there. Yeah, you can do the bus. Yeah, just. I did that. Um, that that same year, 2019, I I mm-hmm. was like 16 miles away from the convention center. I had to take um, three city buses to get to the conference center, and then one day I just took it to Disney World. I didn't do anything. I just. I think I just took a picture in front of the park and then got right back. Yeah, you you start at the Magic Kingdom monorail, go around, then you switch, and then you ride the other one, and it'll take you right through Epcot by the big planet Mission Space golf ball. So very interesting. If you see me on the monorail, please come up and do a selfie with Teacher Cast. I want to get back to something that you had mentioned earlier, Gabe. You had mentioned that through your food tour, you're partnering up with Cami. And obviously, this is an opportunity at at conferences like this for coaches to connect with vendors, to learn about the technologies, to get a chance to meet those people one-on-one, to talk to that person who might be on the other end of the phone constantly. I mean, a lot of the great connections that I've made from Teacher Cast are because of these types of conferences where you just grab a business card and run. I highly recommend, and if you've got time now, do it. Go order a bunch of Canva business cards, bring them with you, bring a whole bunch back, or find your favorite app and scan them all in. Uh, There are so many different opportunities here for not only you personally, but professionally, and for your school district when you do reach out and you make friends with these people. Many of them are former teachers, and know where you are, have been coaches, have gone through those things. Gabe, what are the companies that you like to stop by and say hi to? Whether you know whether you know the people or not, but like, what are those, what are those companies that are like every conference? I'm going to go say hi. All right, I'm starting off with number one on my list. Number one on my list is Lumio. A really? big shout out to Lumio. Yes, um, they actually are helping my by sponsoring my book they help sponsor my book which paid for the editing process and all that stuff but i'm not just giving them a shout out because they help sponsor my book but their tools in the lumio suite are they just lend themselves very well to my role and what i can do with teachers in the classroom they are um a lot of people think of them as smart you know, they, they, the parent company obviously does the smart boards and that, but Lumio is the software, the, the suite, the online learning suite where the magic really happens. But I, I love their, their booth. They have one of the larger booths. They're actually, I don't remember what tier of sponsorship they are, but they're pretty far up there. And, um, I, I just love going to their booth. I believe they took the largest selfie at ISTE last year, um, largest group selfie. And they're just a fun booth. I love the people there. Big shout out to Katie, Andrea, Casey, everyone, all the team over there. But that's definitely one of my favorites. 
Um, Cami is also, they got a big presence over there. Microsoft and Flipgrid, or I'm sorry, Flip, uh, the Canva booth. But you know what? I, I will say something about that expo floor. If you if this is your first time going to a conference or going to FETC, or maybe it's your 10th time, you guys know that at that expo hall, you get, you know, at, or when you pick up your registration bag and you get your your lanyard and everything, they give you that book. And if you fill out the back of each one of those vendor um coupons you know there's a drawing on the last day that the expo floor is open because they don't want to walk they don't want to have to pack up everything and take it all back so that you know they'll give away an ipad or an apple watch i won airpods at tcea a couple years ago and they don't want to take that stuff back they want to draw people into their booths so what i suggest you do uh, if you haven't already done this is grab yourself some of those avery envelope labels and put your name, uh, your phone number, your district that you work for and your email and print out like maybe four or five or six sheets and take those with you. That way you could just attach those stickers onto those coupons, drop them off at their booth. It's a lot easier than trying to physically hand write everything out. And then, you know, this way you're entered into every single raffle. So, yeah, that is a great example. Sue, who do you go and, uh, and kind of stalk out? Um, well, one of my big ones, and in fact, I just talked to Sarah from ScreenPal on Friday, um, and as part of my session, I'm doing um, feedback for teacher, fabulous feedback, um, ways to use digital tools to give feedback instead of the red pen and check marks. Um, so ScreenPal is huge. They've got um, some great new tools they're adding, and I'll be talking about that in my session. Um, they kind of have a new quiz feature, much like Edpuzzle does. So I'm um, very excited about that. They're great folks. Um, so they'll be at a booth. Um, the guys from Moat are always um, huge. I mean, they don't have a large booth, but, um, you know, they have a huge presence out there in the ed tech world. So they're great guys. Go by and say uh, hi to him, Will, and um, some of his people. And then uh, Gabriel mentioned Cami. That's always one of my favorites to visit. And then um, last year I had so much fun visiting with the guys from quizzes um they were partnering with canva scott noons from canva was a huge presence there at the quizzes booth as they were um coming out with some things so um screen pal moat cami quizzes canva all great I, stuff i always like hanging out at the microsoft booth just hanging out with some friends learning about the great stuff that's happening out there um i know i i you know i with my new job, I know I've got a lot of new technologies that I'm looking forward to. So I'm certainly going to be hanging out around where the Insta, the interactive panels are, just picking their brains of how do I do this, where do, where do I go with this stuff, and you know, always just seeing what's out there. I love the STEM labs. I mean, I, a lot of times I'm spending time with like Wonder Workshops and places like that. You know, wh what's new? What's out there? What can I bring back for my triplets? How do we? bring some of those people on. So if there are vendors out there that, you know, you, if you're listening, would think would be great guests for the show, please reach out. You can find me over here at feedback at teachercast.net. And would love to learn what you guys would like to have on our show in the next coming weeks. So you mentioned that you're going to be doing a, a session on Friday. I'm going to be doing a session on Friday. I don't know how this happened, but we're both doing a session, two hour workshop, Friday at 1030 to 1230 probably literally in the same breathing space with the partition in the middle of us. Yeah, that don't know how that happened. And I know we've been taking a break and, you know, haven't done an episode in a while, but, you know, they scheduled us back to back. But they same scheduled time, us back to back. I've, same place. 
I've never seen you present. I don't think you've ever seen me present, and we're mm-hmm. still not going to have that opportunity this year. No. But, you know, we'll be right there supporting each other right along the way. But like I said, I'll be doing um, digital feedback. Um, I did um, a similar session last year, and I'm bringing it back again, um, you know, with some updates and um, tweaks and a few new things replacing the old things. So I'm very excited. Um, and this is more, this can be for coaches to take back to your teachers, or it can be for those teachers who are in attendance. So it's very versatile that way. Well, you know, as a, as a friendly thing here, I've been trying to figure out how I can make sure that I have more people in my session than you do. And my, my, my only way of coming up with a way to do this is I think I'm going to have like a candy dish in the, in the front of my session. That way, Gabriel can put my workshop on his food tour. There we go. That way I'm guaranteed for 35 people to walk in my session. Hey, I can send you the picture of what we cooked for dinner tonight. You know, here we, you know, we can compete. <laughs> what did you cook for dinner, Susan? It was a cilantro lime chicken um, with corn and feta cheese. Feta. Found it. Feta Whoa. cheese, yes. Feta makes it everything. Really good. We, we did three types of frozen pizza. Good job. Oh, the, the, the top notch, the top notch. Trip, trip with dad. Did you have the stuffed crust? Uh, no, we, we had, uh, we had okay. one that was in the oven for about two minutes too long. <laughs> but enough of that. People are driving while watching this and, and, and listening to this at the same time. Um, so I would highly recommend checking out Sue's session. My session is going to be all about productivity tips and tricks. Uh, you guys know I like to talk about data dashboards. You guys know I like to talk about how to build systems. We're going to be learning how to use you know advanced sheets, advanced forms to really get your data systems in. I'm still seeing on Facebook, on our Instructional Coaches Facebook group, and also on Allison Peterson's New to Coaching group, there's a lot of coaches out there still trying to figure out how to collect data. How do you take notes during instructional meetings? And and how does all that put together? I'm going to give you the quizzes. I'm going to give you the forms. I'm going to give you the templates. And then we're going to spend probably about 45 minutes or so diving into the world of Notion. Don't know if anybody out there's heard of Notion. Gabriel's shaking his head, but uh, I've been making some wickedly cool Notion dashboards for coaches. And uh, if you show up, I'm going to give you the free template. So nice. check out all that great stuff. I've got a lot of. I, I basically in the last year turned Teacher Cast and all my professionalness into like Notion world. So if you're looking to spend time with your teachers got some great stuff for you if you're looking to spend more time at home with your triplets i got some good stuff for you um we have a lot more to talk about with fetc though i I do want to wrap up with one last topic here as we go through and that's the what do we take back to our districts right this isn't isti this isn't hey it's the summertime i'm gonna go out for a few days to denver or wherever it happens to be that year. This is, I'm leaving work for a couple of days, or I'm asking permission to go on a PD trip. I mean, these are this is a big deal to be able to go there. And not a lot of teachers or coaches have those opportunities. Sue, what are you looking to take back to your district? Or what have you promised to bring back to your district from this conference? They're giving you a couple of days off. What are you doing in return? Um, well, obviously, like I said earlier, some of the AI stuff, some of the Canvas stuff, um, I'm kind of my area of latest, and it kind of always has been, has been productivity, just ways yeah. to make the teachers work smarter and not harder, you know, to, you know, not spend so much time, you know, extra 
get it done with a way to be predictive to be productive and my co-worker she's kind of become the ai guru out of the two of us you know i've learned a lot from her so you know she'll take in some of those ai sessions and bring that back to our um, middle school and high school teachers who are learning about that so so we kind of have our uh, divide and conquer strategy going on here nice Gabe, how about yourself what are you looking to bring back it's funny you say that because my district is not sending me Really? This is all personal. Yeah. The conferences that I go to, actually every single conference I go to probably in the past, past two and a half years has been all out of my pocket business-wise. So, so, so I got to ask, are these, and you don't have to answer this, but I'm sure everybody's wondering, these are days without pay? These are personal days. I, I save all my personal days for conferences, for conference season. Okay. Yeah. But that's not to say I'm not going to be there to learn and take stuff back. Like I mentioned earlier, I am an instructional coach, so I do plan on taking some instructional uh, coaching and uh, kind of like you said, workflow stuff, not only back to me, but I'm, you know, I'm going to share the wealth with the, uh, my colleagues as, as well, but this is not a school trip. So <clears throat> I'm getting a little sick, so I might have to take a couple of days off. Yeah. You look a little fuzzy in the background there. Yeah. Now, I, I'm starting this new position and it's middle school, sixth, seventh and eighth technology. And I'm starting to put together the website and stuff. And the way that I'm envisioning this curriculum and I'm asking for some feedback here from everybody, but I'm looking at this basically as trying to put together four different themes for middle school technology. And the way that I'm trying to build out this curriculum is digital literacy, digital productivity, digital citizenship, and then global awareness. And I'm trying to come up with a way so that way every single project that I do has a little bit of, you know, we're going to introduce this, but we're going to do it with a citizenship mind, but we're going to then learn how to make it easier by including a tasks and a projects and a system mindset. And so, but the project is going to be, how do we build something that's going to be able to be seen by the world? And I've got a number of projects put together, but I'm really going down to, you know, like Mary Allen, Mary Alice Kern, I think I've got her name right, my, my friend, so I apologize if I'm saying this wrong, is running a multi, multi-hour digital citizenship workshop. I believe it's on Wednesday. I'm probably going to get that wrong, maybe Tuesday. Um, I'm looking forward to learning more about DigSit, what it looks like, how does it look like. Everybody's doing it, but not everyone's capital D doing it. So I'm really trying to figure out where is that intersection between literacy and citizenship, but I want to put that productivity spin on it too. Um, when I taught this class five years ago, we basically built Google Sites portfolios and they learned how to make logos and banners and, and, and you know, uh, why am I amazing type of videos and reflections. And I want to take those types of lessons, which are really personal branding and you know, SEL and, you know, all, all that PBIS stuff but I want to throw the citizenship lessons in there as well. And so I'm trying to, I want to go down there with the purpose of, I want to find those sessions so I can bring back a couple things or you know, invite those people on the show and figure out how can I build a, a semester course, whether it be one course for six, seven and eight, I'm not even sure what I'm teaching yet, or three courses that are over the course of a, you know, sixth, seventh and eighth grade that I can create an arc where you come in and maybe the first year is what is a doc, what is a sheep. And by the time you're leaving, you're building out your, you know, 
you're, you're building this monster of a program. So I'm looking forward to the job as we're recording here. I haven't even started yet. I don't know much about it, but you'll certainly be hearing about it on future episodes. But uh, digital citizenship is one of those things that I'm, I'm just going out there with big eyes and trying to figure out what's out there and how to bring it back. Well, Mary Alice is the person to go to. So she's the first person I would have thought of her and Tisha Poncio over at Wakelet. So. Absolutely. With all of that stuff. There's certainly more things to talk about with FETC. Don't forget to head on over to teachercast.net slash FETC. We're going to have all of our episodes with Adam Bella, with Jen Womble, this one, of course. And as we start to record more, even at the conference, I'll be making sure that everything is there. Teachercast.net slash FETC. See, Sue, um, where can we go to find out more about the great stuff that you're doing these days? And how do we get in touch with you? Uh, you can find me on X. I, I keep wanting to say Twitter. I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> well, um, this is the first podcast we've had to do that, hasn't it been? Yes, it is. Um, so I'm at X at um, SV314DWS. Um, I haven't tweeted as much for myself. I am the communications director for our Kentucky Society for Technology and Education, um, KISTI. Um, so I do tweet out um, for them. I'm behind there. Um, so at KISTI Tech, K-Y-S-T-E Tech. And then you can also find me on YouTube at Tech Imaginations, and um, I will hopefully do some new videos coming soon. Gabe, how are you handling this on the podcast? Do you ask people, like, what's your ex? Like, how, how, what's the right way to do things these days? What I ask people is, where can people find you on social media? That way they can tell me all their stuff. And you just drop it right there. Just drop it, like, just drop it like, like a bad habit, man. Gabriel. <laughs> Where can people find you? People can find me on <laughs> Susan. I almost did it too. Uh, you can find me uh, at EdTechBytes on Instagram, TikTok, and X. And you can also find the YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash EdTechBytes. And you can find the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash EdTechBytes and threads as well at at tech bites i've done a pretty good job of making sure that i kind of brand everything with that so definitely find me there well sue and gabriel thank you so much for joining us on the show today and thank you guys out there for for being a part of our teacher cast professional development family don't forget to head on over to askthetechcoach.com all of our show notes all of our transcriptions everything is going to be over there these days and of course you can join our instructional coaches networks both on facebook and linkedin lots of great stuff happening over there and if you are going to fetc don't forget to head on over to that amazing uh what is it walking buffet what what, what do you what are we food tour sir walking. don't get it twisted and that wraps up this episode of ask the tech coach episode number 250 talking all about fetc on behalf of gabriel and sue keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.